This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. It is so great. We're about to spend quite some time together. Well, you know, we're getting ahead so that we have episodes out for, you know, listen, we work hard. We do. That's right. We come in here and talk for an hour. You guys don't even know. (laughs) <laughs> sometimes like three hours oh actually. my god lots of talking it's a lot but of listen, talking we do this for you the listener we want to make sure that you have an episode out so right now we are in the midst of our west coast tour we are. um we're doing live episodes so tonight. if you're li- tonight we are in houston is that where we are yeah that's where we are tonight we're oh. in houston so we're at the last so this is like the the southwest Yee-ha! yeah you know we're we're bucking cowboys. Exactly. So. If you're in Texas, one of the major three cities, Austin, Dallas, and Houston, come out and see us because we That's love right. Texas. So Houston, Austin, Dallas, uh, Houston, Dallas, Austin, Houston tonight. Dallas tomorrow night, Austin the 13th, and that's the end of the tour. That's uh, that's it for some live ones for a while. Yeah. We'll stop bothering you for a bit. Um, if you're <laughs> in those cities, come. They're fun. They're a blast. We love doing these live shows. It's a different experience than this podcast. I would call it like a cousin to this podcast um, because we're doing elements from this show, obviously the same way we talk about dating we talk about it on stage but it's a live experience and we get to take your questions in real time which is always really fun we'll do some live dating at makeovers and if you're coming to one of those shows um well we're very excited to see i was gonna say submit some stuff but by this time we probably already have it all it's over you've lost your chance Uh, yeah sometimes a minute before the show someone will dm me still taking (laughs) dating at makeovers it's like what world do you live in right where you think things are done Five seconds before yeah. we do a huge production. This is a professional show, people. We're yeah. not taking your. We're not slapping your your <laughs> dating app makeovers on a on the big screen. Five, five minutes before. before the show. But we do put up a phone number at the beginning of every live show where you can ask your questions. Uh, and and that's where it turns into you know an episode of Maury. Exactly. You know, people are like, I'm here with my boyfriend and he won't move in. And everyone's like, Ah, get gets, him. yeah, get him. So, um, so. That's it. Houston, Dallas, Austin. Um, As, it, yeah. it, and, and it's brought to you by Moxie Hotels. They've been a fantastic sponsor for this tour because we do both believe it fits the audience. Uh, group trips. Uh, if you're going to just go to a Moxie Hotel, like get a drink at the bar. It's a fun scene. Um, all of them that we've stayed in are clean, nice, wonderful hotels. Great locations. Great locations. Middle of town. Ready to a place made to mingle. I've said that a bunch of times here. I truly believe that. Um, if you're planning a trip with a big group, this is the one that no one's going to look at the email and go, can you believe they're making us stay here? They're going to go, right. oh, that's a, that a makes thoughtful price yes. place for us to stay. And it's also very social. So it's great for any kind of social group trips. It's about to be winter. I know you're going on vacation. Consider Moxie for your next hotels today. There we go. So listen, we got another episode. I want to make a couple announcements before I go. But Let's hear it. Uh, December 27th through 29th, I'll be in Springfield, Massachusetts. 
Then uh, January 2nd through 5th, I'm going to be in Naples, Florida. And then the 17th of January and the 18th, I'm going to be in Salt Lake City, Utah. So Ooh. be doing some stand-up, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Um, otherwise, what do you got going on? Um, as you know, I mean, like, as you know, um, we have ship and we are very excited about it. There's going to be some very exciting changes to the app going on this year. Ooh. So you guys should check it out. Download it if you haven't already in case you were one of those early people who got on the the male to female ratio has evened out quite substantially. So there won't just be all girls on the app. There's a lot of guys now too. We it's really, wrangled some dick for you. Exactly. It's a very <laughs> fun way to date. Low stakes, good time. It's what you need this winter to take the edge off. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You tried 90 Day Fiance. Yes, I watched the first episode of 90 Day Fiance. It is just as good as you said it was. <laughs> it's an amazing show. I mean, as you know, we both love reality TV. We do. Um, it's, you know, it's funny that like, you know, like with like, like health and fitness stuff, we keep getting closer to making it easier. You know, so like, y- y- like we keep with, getting like, more efficient. Okay. 
Life gets more efficient right. as you get There's old. Less excuses. Less excuses, but like less in the way. Like it used to be, you go to the gym and like uh, the the treadmill barely worked, and now it's better for you and it runs better for you. The reality TV is now becoming more efficient to feed you the grossness to your brain. Right. And it makes you feel feel good because you're like, <laughs> no matter what food. I'm doing, I'm not dating a Turkish man who doesn't speak any English. I, I mean. I'm about it, to get married to him. If you don't watch the show, people come here from across the world and they're tested out for 90 days to see if they will marry yeah. them to stay in the country, basically. Here's my general question about okay. 90 Day Fiance. What is in it for the people who are on the show? Like, why would you go on the show? Mm. Are they getting... I don't, I don't know. I had heard, and I could be totally wrong. I'm just talking out of my ass. Okay. Um, that they go to the list of people that are, like, in line waiting. So these people, a lot of times, are oh, waiting because maybe the there's only so many the of these types of visas. Okay. So they go look through the line, and they see who's coming up. And they're like, hey, uh, and they that's how they that's approach. How they find that's them. how they find right. these people. But I'm thinking like I'm thinking the guy from Greenwich, right? It's clearly not like about the money for him. If I'm yeah. it's so funny they show his like ex wife. Yeah, she's on it too. And, she doesn't have her face blurred or anything. Right. And she's like, I don't know that Michael could definitely get a twenty two year old Brazilian model without any money. Yeah, that guy meets <laughs> That guy like, goes on totally a yacht th- cruise and meets a twenty two year old and then right. his I mean, they're all amazing because yeah, I mean, the drug of love. Right. I mean, that's kind of, a lot of times, a lot of the emails we get, you know, where people are like, you know, we're not experts. We mm-hmm. don't do this podcast because we think we know more than someone. We do this podcast because we're generally out of these situations. Right. We can look into your life and go, yeah, I've made that mistake. You know, the objective, more you, more objective than, than no you are. No skin in the game. Yeah, exactly. So these people on 90 Day Fiance have the most skin in the game. Yeah, it's marriage. <laughs> it's a contract. Yeah, it's crazy. yeah. But not just marriage, but this happens a lot with people who write into us. We're not that far away from 90 Day Fiance. I know people listening are like, well, these crazies. I'm like, You're no. like three bad dates away from 90 Day Fiance. How many people have emailed this show saying, We've been texting for two years. We've seen each other three times. Right. That's not that it's far a hop, away. I'm skipping a jump. It's a slippery slope out there. Absolutely. And, you know, guys generally don't count the months. You know, like a lot right. of the women emails that I see are all like, well, we've been texting for seven years now. Well, <laughs> and it's like that's for these people. They're like, I've been messaging with this person. I have a personal relationship, even though we haven't seen each other. I have a relationship with them over years where we've been messaging. Even though we've only seen each other like once or twice. Yeah. Or zero times. Yeah, it's crazy. So I, I do understand the drug. I, I put up a tweet the other day where it's like the only people that speak rationally on the show are their or the, children. Right, the kids or the friends. Or the friends. It's so funny. One of the girls like sisters is like, oh, yeah, you're going to like totally drive him away. Like you're a controlling lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and then they but they don't see it. You can see there's something over their eyes. They're totally yeah. addicted to this feeling that someone else is giving them. Yeah. And, the, you know, the best part about 90 Day Fiance is it that clouds they, you it, that right. not only are they clouded, mm-hmm. but so are we, the viewer, because they keep hitting us with. They'll be like, oh, you're done with that story? Let's show you another story and another story and another story. Greenwich guy? Now we're going to Nebraska to Is meet Turkish dude. So it's all... Right. Oh, yeah. They know, keep moving the, from one person to the next. The editing on 90 Day Fiance, there's no better show than that yeah. as far as editing is concerned. I thought The Bachelor was good. This is 
10 times better. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I just, I'm I'm trying to get to the crux of like what would make someone go on this show because again, I get it if they're paying them, but it doesn't seem like that's necessarily like the thing. Or again, for the rich Greenwich (laughs) guy, I'm kind of like, if I'm his ex-wife, I have almost less of a problem with the fact that he's marrying a 22-year-old that he doesn't know and more of the problem with He's like doing this on TV. On national television. I with think our children. My theory is that because they're so intoxicated by trying to get like the people that want the people in America really want them to move here to be their significant other. Right. They are the ones that feel more drugged up by love. Okay. So I would think the other people are like, oh, America, great. Maybe I can get to America. It's yeah. it, that's what it kind of feels like, but right. then they say they're in love. Um but I would think that the people that are drugged up by love that are in America are like, oh, here's another thing that will keep the other person in. Right. Because it was on TV, they, you, you know. That can make sense. Them right. signing up. I would, It'll I make would them see, look really bad if, if they, they get here and then they're not. With me all right, the way. This yeah. is another way of locking them in. Mm-hmm. So if you're desperate. This is the couple's Instagram photo of uh, nine, of the ninety of the K-1 visa life. Sure. Yes. Exactly. This you're is publicly. The, publicly together. Yeah. This is another way of saying you're with me and now there are stakes. This adding stakes mm-hmm. to a stakeless. That's an interesting point. That was kind of how I always thought of it. It's like because they we have to think of them as love addicts. Right. They're, yeah, it's almost like an addiction show. It, it really my is. strange addiction. It, this it is. is my strange addiction for love. It is because, it is, yeah. and I don't mean to like because I just think I do see how Ninety Day Fiance relates to this podcast. Like, you, and people right. at home are like, "Well, I'm not crazy." As you text the guy you've been texting for six years and haven't seen in three months. So don't tell me. You know, I have a lot of. You know, I love reality TV, but I hate when people like speak negatively about reality tv right. people like because i'm like we're not that far away exactly like, like yeah, and it's also funny. if we are that far away we're only watching because we're happy we're not far away 99 fiance is a nice big warning sign for for like delusional relationships it's very funny like i mean you know how then like the cigarette packs they have the like this will kill you you will die <laughs> yeah, yeah 90 yeah. day fiance should be like the like warning for people like starting to like get into those texts but don't see things that they're sure. really into eventually like this could be you i mean this could this be is any the, of this us. is the woman smoking out of her neck yeah yeah this, <laughs> this is the yeah 98 is the version of that is like oh my god that's this, where you could be right you Quit could now. be bringing a guy who doesn't speak your language here being like in kids here he is <laughs> i i i had a girl dm me recently i gotta talk stop talking about the dms i get because now i get like more and more every episode yeah you guys need to email it in email you, uup at batches.com uup at Betches.com. Also, do me a favor right now. Pause the episode. Make it your Instagram story. Do it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Now. Now. Okay. Um, there was a girl that DM'd me that she's been hooking up with this guy for like, you know, they started like two weeks. They're hooking up every every night. It's, it's going on the course of boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay. Then they weeks. have this like weird fight. And she's like, after that, we go more into like hook up. And now we hook up like once a week. He'll call me to hook up. And um, I don't know, you know, what to do now. And I'm like, and she's like, we've been doing this for like a year. And I'm like, you're closer to 90 Day Fiance than not. (laughs) You know, on the spectrum. On the spectrum of 90 Day Fiance is here. You'll take whatever. Uh, Your parents over here that are loving and whatever for 90 years. Um, You're just sitting there going. I just don't understand. And it's like, 
well, you've never made a move to ask this person to do to to live up to your standard. Right. You're taking whatever you can get. Yeah. That's really the mentality. That's kind of how it feels in 90 Day Fiance when yeah. she's like, well, they go through all these things like this doesn't make any sense to any kind of rational person. And then the person's kind of like, well, it's better than nothing. Exactly. And and, and it's like, no, it isn't. Right. <laughs> you know, it's not in, in most dating scenarios. And, and also this girl thinks she's better than 90 Day Fiance because she's like, well, we hook up. I, I, at least I, right. I'm in bed with them. But it's like, yeah, but you're doing something you don't really feel good about doing. Right, and you want something more, but you're like denying that. Yeah, what, so, what, what's real? And it's not hook up every Saturday night with a guy who doesn't want to do more with you or nothing. It's hook up every it's 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 hook up every Saturday night with a guy who doesn't want to do more with you or meet someone new. Right, you know, like it's yeah, not that's nothing. Right, it's like the fear of the fear of going back to nothing or that you won't find a replacement, which is very illogical. It's not really rational, but like I get it. Is what keeps you in these situations of like. Oh, I know that this is going nowhere, but I just can't take myself out of it. I mean, this is this is a fear that women have, I think, more than men that we hear from, at least. Um, You know, we were talking about like a long term, like a friend of ours with a long term relationship that just ended. You know, the you know, the friend is the guy is a guy going, man, I'm pumped. Time to start dating again. Time to have nothing to do. Right. That's like and the girl is like. She's got to go back to the beginning of the of the video game. Yeah, I mean that for me that's like the devastating part. It's like very scary. It is a scary prospect. It's like your whole especially like once you get a little older to a certain age, not that it's impossible to find someone new, but that again like you have to yeah, you're going back to square one. Yeah. You got to redo the whole thing and I do think that's what makes a lot of these people who are like 30 years old and in an okay relationship, they're like I could start over or I could like see this thing through. And a lot of people have that. that <coughs> but what I notice with those people, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt. That's okay. What I notice with those people, especially the women, is that they end up finding the like the next guy they find ends up being like ten times better than yeah. what they had. I and I know that's like I'm speaking like someone could come up to me ten years from now and go, "You're the reason I broke up, but I never found someone better." Like no, you know, I but agree. I, and then it's like, oh, like I didn't even know that it could be like that. Yeah, right. and because I have friends who have done that, they're like, "We were two years together." Mm-hmm. And then he just like it, it got bad, but I was like, "Listen, we'll work through it." And then the guy's like, "No." And then she's devastated. But then, like two months later, this same woman is like, "Yeah, this was this out of nowhere." But right. I, but she also knew what she wanted more. I think like a fresh start for a lot of people. They're they're underrating the idea of like how attuned you are to your standard. Right now, you're like, I know exactly what I want, and I'm yeah. like, and I'm 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 here with all the tools to get it. And I know, sure. and you're you're you have much more clarity. Also, if you start with someone with no standard, then you build up a standard over time. It's hard to go back to that same person and be like, well, I've readjusted my standard. Right. Uh, you yeah. don't really fit it, and right, to like mold them into this new exactly. standard. Exactly. Like, oh, and like now I want someone who's like going to be like X amount of attentive or. Totally. Or does this or does that, and they're like, "Oh, like that was never our agreement." Yeah, and and it's like then we're the, negotiating the contract. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then the person's like, "Well, I'm not a X amount of attentive person at all." Right, and then they're like, "Well, that's what I want." It's like then they end up ending that relationship and going to the new one and going, "Oh, I found that because that's what I that's the right the 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 weight I started at." You know, it's like yeah. it's like wearing in pants, you know, <laughs> and then they get a little loose, and you're like. 
well, I, these pants still fit and they're a little loose, but you know, maybe I can cinch them or wear right. a belt. And then you're like, yeah, but they don't look or great on you. I can just get you. new pants. I can just get new pants right. that like fit me the right way. Yeah. No, but I understand the fear. It's like a scary, totally. it's a scary prospect. Again, like we talked about this in the last episode of the last few episodes, like time. Yeah. It's, it's easier for a guy to say like, oh, like, yeah, I'm like so excited. I got all this freedom because like you have, you're, you're working with a lot more time. Yeah. Or no time at all. Right. Starting no clock. Yeah. Starting over for like for a 30 year old man is like, okay, no no rush here. It's the danger. I'll meet someone eventually. It's really the thing that we never really thought about with dating apps is Mm -hmm. the disposability is just more um, of an asset to a guy. Right. Like, like if a guy's, let's say a guy's. You like there are women that a lot of times they'll write back, write to us. They'll go, well, he's forty, and that means something. And it's right. like, no, 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 he's forty, and he can still go to the bars without leaving his house because an app can get him to the bars. Yeah, like if you think of a dating app like a bar, that's true. A forty-year-old doesn't want to go to a bar. Doesn't want to go out to a bar. I can tell you that right now. In Anyone. general. He doesn't Either want to. He doesn't want to go to okay. your bar. He doesn't want to go to the bar where twenty-two-year-olds hang out. Right. The dating app, and this is back to my, you know, my stud theory. Is that the dating app allows a 40-year-old to get like, you know, like uh, almost steroids for fucking. Right. Now he's like in, he's in within range of all these women. That that he never wants to hang out with. Like 40-year-old doesn't want to go to the bar that 26-year-old hangs at. Right. But the app lets him be at that bar without having to with find a, a chair. With a 26-year-old. Yeah, with a 26-year-old. Right. And it's like, that is dangerous. I'm, I'm speaking in, in like, maybe there's women listening right now going, yeah, Jared, what are you just realizing this? But I'm saying, I'm speaking from a guy, like I'm saying, like, I know at 34 right now, I, I walked by a bar in New York City. It was Sunday and uh, I wanted to watch the Patriots game. Mm-hmm. And I walked by a bar and I literally looked at one bar that I used to go to a lot and I was like, ugh. Like I had to like right. walk away from it. I was like, there's no way I would watch a game there. Yeah. And it's like maybe at 23, I would have been like, whoa, like they got the music on, everyone's standing. Right. There's girls, they're dancing. And then at 34, I'm going, Ugh. there's music on. The, it's there's, very loud. I can't standing. even hear you. Yeah. I can't right. even watch the game. No, it's funny. Like leaving a breakup after a certain period of time, again, after a certain age, is kind of like, I think of it like like you're, you're changing, you're changing job fields entirely ah, right yeah, yeah yeah it's not like you're like oh i'm gonna like go and and take my new position here and leverage it into a better offer somewhere else sure it's like oh i'm in insurance yeah i think i'm gonna be a stand-up comedian yeah, yeah the can... longest road the, ro- the road is long sorry yeah the road is the long. longest road <laughs> yeah. no future exactly no i mean no, like yeah. that's a much scarier pro- like think about sure. it for yourself like the much much scarier prospect than getting a slightly better like uh um, yeah i didn't know betches was gonna come along at any point <laughs> exactly i left knowing that i was gonna like go- i'm gonna go be funny right. With no idea of how that will work into you exactly. know, the other parts of my and life. And I mean, for me, that's the same thing. Like, I started Batches in college, right? Yeah. Nothing to lose. Nothing but time on my side. Sure. Would I have started if I was in, like, some shitty job and then I was, like, 26 and kind of, like... And then left you that right, job I was to like, go- oh, I'm going to just go start this thing and I'm already, like, I should be at a certain point in a career already. Yeah. Um, it's much easier to take those... To, to be in... To, to leave an okay relationship at 22. Totally. I, I hear you. I mm-hmm. It's... uh. I mean, I, I understand that we started talking about 90 Day Fiance to get into this, and 
it does. I just, it's amazing the drug of dating and love and the idea of your future. Right. And, and all of that is weighing and all of us is thinking about that and then not really discussing it as much. Like, yeah. it's, it's How that really, plays a part in all these, these small things that people, I think, take very personally. Like, they are in some ways like a product of like all of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anything from like a guy just like not only texting you to hook up from to like larger relationship like milestones, I think are all like really tied into this, like the way that it's biology and it's society. Yeah. What are we talking about today? So back to a more <laughs> specific topic. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Come to our shows. Houston, Dallas. Indeed. They're a little bit more positive than this conversation that just ended with us going, yeah, it sucks. No, <laughs> no but I, I understand. Yeah, it sucks, I, but it's great. And like, um, you know. The juice is worth the squeeze, as they say. Exactly. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans the one you can fancy up fancy down and just look better every time you wear them well that's why you need to check out lee denim I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. So we're talking about the best way to correct someone if they're doing something you don't like in bed. Ooh. A sensitive topic. Do you want to read the email? Sure. Hi, J&J. Love the pod. Important preface. I fully understand that sucking a dick is not an easy task. Boy. I'd like to preface this with... Uh, hey, everybody. Before we get started, I get it. Sucking a dick, not an easy task. It's a lot to ask of someone. Us men are not entitled to anything. 
Having said that, no, here we go. It's you like, it. do you remember Louis C.K. used to do like an of course, but maybe? Segment? Yeah, that was a, yeah. that's like a famous bit of his. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the most polite way to handle it? was a. Uh, <laughs> of course, it's difficult to go down on a man. Yeah. But, <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> but maybe it was an abortion bit. Yes. Uh, what's the most polite way to handle a teethy and painful blowjob? I was recently hooking up with a girl I liked, and she began to blow me. It involved a lot of toothular scraping and painful, and it was painful. She had early stipulated that she'd prefer to save our first sex for another time. This was our first hookup. So transitioning to sex was not an option. And in the past, I've tried to say things like, hey, that feels really good, but do you think you could be more careful with your teeth? But often the girl likely doesn't know uh, and continues to scrape away. My friend later suggested being direct. Hey, hey, can you stop uh, hurting my dick? Can you cover your... I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> hey, hey! Can let you me, stop hurting me, my dick? Let me show you how it's done. Yeah. Can, can you cover your teeth like this? Like this? What are you talking... At, at this point, he said he would demonstrate by showing his open mouth with his lip pulled inward, shielding his teeth. That's not a fun blowjob either. Yeah. This... I you, mean, you, are you talking about doing a blowjob like you're impersonating a grandma with no teeth? <laughs> well, he's trying to get do whatever he needs to do to get to them get to like yeah. to get them to not use the teeth. Yeah, I I like a good blowjob to me is more like you know you're licking a popsicle than it is you you know your right. I uh, think solo cup hovering above another solo cup i think he's suggesting the more extreme version just as a way of like get away from this is team. like almost like the water wings <laughs> the water wings <laughs> of a blowjob right sure. like this is how we're gonna ease into this and yeah. then eventually we'll get to like non non having to like do this intensive mouth grandma thing <laughs> grandma thing yeah why don't you uh look like someone who's lost all their teeth uh i i why don't you meth me um, I have a I have a hard time imagining saying that to a girl I actually like and want to see again. I don't want to insult her. I'm usually comfortable with all types of sexual communication, but I find that this situation is very tricky to address. To me, the girl often feels like they are being corrected as opposed to receiving a sexy request. This was sadly far from the first time this has happened. Please help. Jordana, have you ever been corrected on your blowjob technique? I have not, not okay. to pat myself on the back. Sure, back. <laughs> we're all we're all over the place with our words today. Um, not to pat myself on the back, but I have never had that. But I feel like um, I've had guys who were doing things that that kind of like hurt or like made me like. What's they the thought weirdest it was... way a guy has gone down at you that thought the the problem with correcting mm-hmm. any like sexual thing is. They really think they're mm-hmm. doing a good job, right? I feel like it's more about the fin- like sometimes like a the, the, a guy thinks like a a fingering job is like adequate, but it's not. I would imagine. Or what like, do you mean adequate? That it's like, I don't know. Like they'll like it's be like more poking you almost. Do you know what I mean? Instead like instead of like, like massaging you, right? Yeah, yeah. I I it's tough because it's like. It's like watching someone go look at look at this thing I'm really good at. And then you go, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, 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 no. Right. And, and the problem is, wh- and when you first hook up with someone, you're experiencing how their last long-term relation liked it. Sometimes, or didn't say anything. Or didn't say anything. So <laughs> they, you're, you're experiencing right. the hookup of or the last relationship they were in. Or you're having to correct some like, bad management. Yeah, somebody <laughs> some else previous. didn't say anything, and it fucked you over, too. Right. 
Or someone else said something and that doesn't necessarily fit you. Right. It could be either. It could be either. Yeah. Um, How would you want to be corrected if a man would correct you on a blowjob? Because I can give you. I think you, I would say it feels really good when you do this and then. Stick to the positive. Right. I would Mm. say I would almost like move them more into like, it feels better. It feels really good when you, when you do that or like, could you do this instead of being like, don't do that. Or, or, so is uh, it, or can you can you stop? You're hurting my dick. Seems like <laughs> it's a little much. It's a little like for me. I'd be like, all right, fuck it. <clears throat> yeah, um, I'm out. Right. I think. I mean, how would you want to be corrected? I'm I'm similar to you. I would want like right there, right there. Ooh, right. Ooh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 left, please. Ooh, that's so good. Right. Like you want to like you want to encourage, not discourage. Exactly. And I feel like you want to like aim towards the positive or like. Or like ask them to, I think asking someone to do something is like better than again, like critiquing something they've done wrong. Yeah. So like it, you could say um, it's, it feels great when you like just use your, like your lips, you, not your, even if you just, even if you say like, I like it feels so much better when you just use your lips or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Or just, I, I, you could also like make it personal to you. I really like it when. Right. Someone licks my balls. There you go. You know, there's an example. Mm-hmm. I really like it when softer i'm i'm just not you know i love it when you go soft on my dick like that go. type of stuff um i've always had this thing with women my one request if i'm going down on a my lady of the night is i want you to be the um uh orgasm sonar so okay. i need as i'm if i'm the better i'm doing the more i need you to respond so that i stick to the area right. that you're responding to so if i hear nothing i nothing yeah it's tough to work with nothing because then you're like is this good is this I bad no are idea. you just quiet i don't yeah. really know what the like right you need like some sort of like like th- a- it's almost easier to tell someone what you like that like that i mean the more comfortable you are the easier it is because then it's like they kind of like have a sense of yeah you're you're it's marco polo you're right. going yeah boop, closer yeah and then like ah right. you know like that's yeah. the and that's better than like a buzzer of like oh it's wrong like eh. yeah, yeah yeah no <laughs> <laughs> no that's not it either yeah, no no nah right no nah nah that's my foot <laughs> like, right just yeah. like yeah i i you got to stay to the positivity and and just remember, they're doing something for you while thinking they're doing a great right, job. Yeah. So you have to remember that sensitivity. Right. They're not like they're not like a paid person that's there to like do your nails. Or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is an, this is like a selfless act. Of, yeah. Right. And and you know, listen. Some people like going down on their significant. Like it gets them off a little. Yeah. So like. You know, there. Uh, no, I mean, not, that's not to. Yeah, that's not sure. to say it's an exact. I'm just saying, like, it is like it's for you. Yeah, I've gotten bad blowjobs in the past, but it's never been like. You know, it's more. It just, you know, it felt like we weren't like meshing. Right, that can happen too. You but know, like, or she wasn't that into it. Maybe not into it. I mean, in my mind, I would never think that way. Right. You know, it's as bad as that sounds. <laughs> right. Like, like, how can oh, that, that's, not even a po- that's not even a possibility. <laughs> yeah. How could she not want to be down? You know. Right. But I have been in. Maybe that is it. Because I've heard, you know, women that I know tell me stuff like that. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. you just fucking I went and did it. And it's like, oh, right. hey, I, I, I know a lot of guys 
you know, most guys, and I'm speaking for myself, but I'm I'm generally like the average guy mm-hmm. is they don't want to, you know, guys like blowjobs, but they don't want blowjobs. You've you're fucking checking in the office to get right. You're doing a punch card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like ah, showing up for work today. Time to go to the blowjob factory. Like right. we we want, but like you. What turns me on mm-hmm. is the other person being turned on. Well, I think that's also why, like, girls are hesitant. Like, a lot, we get sometimes we get emails from girls who are like, "I want him to go down on me more," and like, I don't know, like, how if to he's get, right, if he wants to, he's not really like doing it. I don't know how to get him to do that. And I think like kind of what you said is sort of um, part of it, where you're kind of like, I want him to like really want to. I don't really want to like yeah. ask him. That kind of takes away from like. From like, well, that's why the advice there for any right. woman that's like, I want a guy to go down on me is mm-hmm. make them feel a part of it. Like, guys like winning the game, guys like beating the level. We want to get you off. Like this whole thing of like, guy comes and then like, if I don't get like, if I if I'm not getting like my girlfriend off, I'm like, ah oh, fuck, I'm like sleeping on the edge of the bed, just like, like fuck, I you know going I through, failed going the through night. It in your yeah, mind, yeah right? I'm like, ugh, oh, like I. Yeah, I'm fine, but like, ugh, I really, you know, right. I really didn't do my part here. And I, even though I tried and, you know, so I, I think you have to make guys feel a part of it, too. Like, right. it, it feel like it is a winnable task. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like, you know, your response to that could be, oh, well, you know, fuck you, man. You should right. care more. It's like, well, we're trying, you know, like, well, that's, it, why we fa- that's why we fake it sometimes. Yeah. Is because we want to make it feel like a winnable task. Yeah. And then you feel like we're both happy to be here. Right. Well, I'm saying like I'm giving you like the defense of of occasionally faking an orgasm is sometimes you're like, I want him to win. I want him to feel like he won. I was almost there. And like. See, the fake. Yeah, that's the reason I could be on board with the fake. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Before everyone starts coming at me, I'm not. Uh, proposing well, coming. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> proposing that that's be something that you one would regularly do no. but I don't think it's like the end of the world if on an occasion when everything is going great and you're almost there to give a little sense well, of like also to go back to that yeah. sonar thing the Marco Polo example you're letting them know that like you don't fake just to fake right I would think you would fake to let them know like this is exactly the moves that could get me there when I'm right. mentally ready to get there. Exactly. It's not like you're not like doing a disservice because they're going to do the wrong thing next time. It's sure. more just like, this is a great effort. I appreciate it. I want to end this thing on a high note. Sure. Let's just. Well, you're faking also for you. Right. Like, let's let's think of this selfishly. Like, that if too, you're yeah. faking to let him know these steps you took, this is a good dance we did. Right. You don't just fake. To let someone, to like really make someone fucking delusional. Yeah, no, that's not, I definitely don't recommend doing that. That would be like terrible. I would hate that if 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 like I'm sitting there poking buttons and they're like, yeah, this is great. Like like, you're like the dad letting the kid win the basketball game (laughs) against him. No, that's not, that's not what I'm advocating for. But in the sense that we were just talking about, I think it could make sense. Absolutely. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. You want to take this? All right. Hi, J&J. I have to share an awkward sex story that a guy used to date told me. One night out of the out at the bars, he met this girl and they hit it off, dancing slash making out all night. She came back to his house after with his roommate for a post game and they all decided to hot tub. The girl and this guy's roommate started to really flirt and be kind of touchy in the hot tub. So the guy left the hot tub and got in bed. 
He assumed that the girl was going to hook up with his roommate, so he texted another booty call of his and asked her to come over, to which she said yes. While the wow, other this booty- guy is a stu- Oh my God, he's got hot tubs. He's got the women, hot tub girl. Women on call. Is this from an episode of Jersey Shore? <laughs> While the other booty call was in the Uber, the girl he brought home climbed in through his window because it was right next to where the hot tub is. What? She crawled into his bed and started to kiss him, but had to- but had to tell her there was another girl on the way. She started to cry and then What? Oh, sorry. She started to cry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do the funny music. For right during when that, that during when, right when I said she started to cry. Yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> she started to cry and then left. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for the booty call to arrive. Luckily, oh, no. I guess they didn't cross paths. Side note, this story probably should have been my cue to get away from this guy, but it took another five, another point, another month, another month and a half to realize he was a douchebag. Can't Let wait to hear the Jordana names here. you guys she think wrote of. Month point five. I never would have got. It would have right? taken me seven years. What to does get that, that even mean? Month and a half. Yeah, you got it. But I'm saying until you yeah. got it, I felt like I was playing one of those like, you know, like uh, <laughs> she wrote month month point and five. a half. It right. felt like. Uh, uh, I was trying to dis- dissect a weird emoji chain. Yeah, I'm going to blame the emailer. Yeah. Can't wait to hear the names you guys think of. Thanks for the great podcast. Well. I call this one the bait and switch. Ooh, the night crawler. Yes. I like the night crawler. See, this um, is why girls think guys are disgusting. Well, it's funny that she's like, I should have known uh, because. Yeah, he told you this story with like pride, it sounds like. It's weird that he would tell you the story. The idea that he has like. Something that doesn't, I don't know if this is a younger guy thing, but if, if, I, if I was in a hot tub with my buddy and this girl and they started like flirting and I was like, time to go home, I would be like, I wouldn't be like, better get on the horn and make sure this dick gets sucked. Right. You know, like, You'd I, be like, go to bed. I would go to bed. I'd eat. Right. You know, like I'd probably go eat sadly. Yeah. Like, you know, me and my penis hanging around the kitchen table, just like, where'd we go wrong tonight? You know, like it wouldn't be... Let me juice up the phone. You know, I, I. Why do you think a guy would do that? Some guys are like hookup guys. Some guys when they're like, I need to hook up. I, I, I need to achieve the hookup tonight. You know, it's, you know, it's you know based in like a lot of like pride and ego type of bullshit. Mm-hmm. But the idea that like, well, that girl is with him. Let me just call faceless. What you know, I right. It does sound gross. <laughs> yeah, you can, right. It just sounds like I, this needs to happen. I don't care who it's with. Yeah. I just got to let it happen. Right. It, it's very, it's very faceless. Um, yeah. I, and so I can understand why this girl who came back with them gets in the hot tub, ends up with like the guy she didn't really want to get with mm-hmm. a little drunk. She's like, you I'll know what? Find my I had, original guy. I had a vibe with that original guy. Right. She, Fucking spiders up the side of the house. Well, she probably didn't think that she was flirting as much as she maybe was, too. Probably not. She was probably like, oh, like he's just waiting for me in his room. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah drinking, you're right. Yeah. Because he did think that they were something. Yeah. And then she gets up there and then she, her crying, I can understand that because it's like, oh, this was just all nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, and I've already imagined getting married. Yeah. And now already, I have to leave. <laughs> I was already, t- I already heard a story. We're in the hot tub. Yeah, I guess you won't there. be my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had something like that? Um, no, I don't think so. Have you? I've had situations where like, I'll have like a flirty vibe with a girl mm-hmm. and then we'll go back to her apartment and I'll go, 
I gotta go. And I'll just leave. Like before you hook up? Yeah. Why? Or we'll make out. And I'll be like, um, yeah, I'm just like, you know what? Whatever more we're gonna go right now isn't worth my anxiety the next day about it. Oh, about you like texting her? No, more about like figuring out what we're doing again or I don't know. I, I not having to answer your text. Yeah. <laughs> like I, you know, sometimes it's like we had a good kiss. We had a fun time. This was it. Right. You know, end okay. of story. I, and I think a lot, I think a lot of guys are a lot like me where it's like y- you play it. And I think women get annoyed by this a lot where you play it seven g- women play it out to marriage. Like you said, right. Men play it out to breakup. Okay. So really yeah. actively thinking actively. about that. So like, how is this? Okay. It's like when you get on the plane, they're like, make sure you're aware of all the exits. Okay. Men are doing that with every situation. So they're they weighing get into. like how badly they want to have sex with how badly they want to have to not deal with, with you. you. Yeah. Well, that's, it's funny. I, you know, I feel like I'm, this is probably a relatively popular saying. It's like men don't pay prostitutes like to have sex. They pay them so that they'll leave. Pay them to leave. And they don't have to text them. That's exactly, that's exactly the case. So it's like when people are like talking about like Bob Kraft who owned the Patriots. It's like, why would he go get a hand job from someone? It's like, like he went. So that it could be like a closed deal. So he could get a hand job and not have to like listen to like, well, what's next for us? (laughs) You know, like nothing. That's funny. I guess. I I mean, I guess it makes sense. It makes sense. And listen, there's greater issues here that we're not about the sex. Sure. And we're, you know, we're, we're talking about something that, you know, there are greater issues too with, you know, sex workers and all that stuff, but it exists. We can't say it doesn't Mm -hmm. exist. And you know, so. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hey, I tell all my friends about the podcast. I'll see you guys when you come to LA in December. Well, we saw you. We were there. We saw we you. We did it. It was great, I'm sure. LA show's selling well. There's yeah. there's going to be a lot of people there. LA's going to be great. I think we're going to have a special guest for that one. I, I, I hate to... I ho- well, I'm saying it after the fact now because... We might. We might. If we have a special guest, it'd be a nice little bonus. If not, we are we are pretty fucking enter- entertaining yeah. as on our own. <laughs> it's a great show. You know, the thing about the special guest stuff is like we always try, no matter where we go, to get someone to come on the show. That's... Right. And, and the idea is... Because I've had people ask me like, well, what's the guest for this city or that city? And I'm like, I, you know, for us, it's like we want someone... We're not going to ask that person to sell us tickets. Yeah. Generally. We just, we, you know, we don't want to put that on them. They're doing us somewhat of a favor because they're coming, you know. Taking some time out of their Taking time out of their day and we're, we're going to promote their stuff and whatever. But then they, you know, we want someone that everyone goes, whoa. Right. And if we can't do that. Then we want no one at all. Yeah. It's not to diminish anyone we wouldn't have on, but it's like, you know, it's got to be cool for us. Like when Joey Fatone came on to me, that That was was like. I was like, holy shit, you know, and, you know, so. We want Joey Fatone or better. (laughs) (laughs) Fatone or better. That's our scale. (laughs) (laughs) That's our pitch. That's what we tell the the PR people here at Betches. Is Is it a Fatone? Yeah. If it ain't a Fatone, you're out. (laughs) It's like Spongeworthy from Seinfeld. (laughs) See, Spongeworthy. Here's the deal. My birthday's coming up soon, and I've been living with my boyfriend for about two years. I'm sitting at work when I get an email notification that my Amazon purchase is confirmed and will be delivered within X business days. Everyone and my mother uses my Prime account, so I get frequent emails for all the odd things people are using for my account to order. I decide to click on the order to see what it is, and it's really gross clippers 
It's a really gross, and it's this really gl- gross Clippers hoodie, who I'm a fan of. So the Clippers, the LA Clippers, are the basketball team in LA. Right. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm Got informing it. you because of past... I knew I had a feeling it was a team. Okay. Okay. So uh, <laughs> someone's gonna write me. Jordana knows the teams. It's like no, no I didn't. didn't. <laughs> I did not know that. It and, sounded familiar. But... And a few pairs of equally gross workout shorts. I judge my mom immediately for the choice of her purchases, and she tells me that she did not order those. After I check, they are being chipped to my apartment, a.k.a. my boyfriend is ordering those things for my birthday. Tragic. The (laughs) thought behind it is nice. I am always saying I need more workout shorts since I just bought a Peloton, and I bought him, us, a pack of 10 Clippers tickets for his birthday, so I'm sure he bought the hoodie for me for the games. But let's be real. I will not be wearing that hoodie. <laughs> this is hilarious. The way she have, says, <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. This is pretty funny. Yeah. I will not be wearing. I just love when someone sew themselves. Right. Like she's like, let's be honest. Yeah. Like you know, I'm not wearing that fucking disgusting hoodie. <laughs> but thanks for the thought. Yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> I have a Fabletics subscription. You're welcome for the support for your sponsors. Thank you, Toad's Appreciate it. Uh, so I don't need ugly shorts. He has never been a great gift giver. Okay, that works into this, which doesn't bother me. Well, it does now. Uh, <laughs> but now I'm going to just build anticipation for the next two weeks until he surprises me, surprise me with these awful Amazon presents. Do I act surprised? Do I tell him the gifts are awful? Do I just gen- accidentally cancel the order? That's the most woman thing ever. Accidentally canceling. That's like order. accidentally throwing away your favorite pair of shorts because you hate them. Yeah. Yeah. I've been told to do that by different people. <laughs> I mean, also, don't be dumb. Use your own Amazon account to order my birthday presents. <laughs> that was written in all caps for the listeners at home. Uh, I just love reading this like I'm the the girl from Willie and the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Rube Factory. Salt? Yeah. Oh, I, like, is it? Yeah. This is the, the, if we were to do the new I ver- want it now, Daddy. <laughs> but Daddy, use your own Amazon account to order my birthday presents. Like that's a, Yeah, that is how she would say it. <laughs> that you're welcome for the 10 NBA tickets. Oh, thanks for this ugly $40 sweatshirt. Love you the most. So she's... So this is funny because I feel like this is... Rel- I mean, it's, it's about to be the holidays. Things yeah. are a little... Uh, we're in the holiday swing. Yeah. I, I, uh, there's a lot to unpack here because we can go into a lot of different subjects. What yeah. to get your significant other. What, to, mm-hmm. um, what do you think she should do specifically in this email? This is tough. I would love to hear what you think because I've had issues where I've like been like underwhelmed with a gift. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, you kind of, you do have, you, you want to like be nice about it, by also, but also like not set up a precedent for like enjoying yeah. that kind of gift. I think I've told the listeners about the bad birthday card that I've gotten. Oh yeah. You got to, yeah, <laughs> it was, explain it. It was like, I got a. I told him that I like loved getting like cards, like mm-hmm. a nice, like well thought out, like thoughtful card yes. for like a birthday or an anniversary. It's just uh-huh. like something that means a lot to me specifically. Yeah. And like, it was like one of our first like birthdays or anniversaries and he got, it was like our first anniversary, which he didn't, whatever. Um, and the card was like, it was like very jokey and like I not. I choo choose you. <laughs> right? And not very sweet. And yeah. I was like pissed about it. And I like said something and we got into like a fight because he's like, 
I've never had anyone tell me they like didn't like a card that I mm. wrote and I like spent a lot of time on that. And I'm like, well, like I appreciate that, but I also like you're not that expressive and like this was like I felt like a good opportunity for you to do that and that's what I really wanted. Okay. And ever since then the cards have been much better. This is an interesting thing because mm. There's a lot of girls, women that write to this podcast and something we see in the female emails that I don't see a lot in the male emails is I don't want to mess this up. Mm-hmm. And I always write back to them or... Because that taking time, time off. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that... Then I got to start over. Ro- start yeah, all- right. I'm already geriatric pregnancy. Exactly. Age. Yeah. I, but I don't want to mess this up. And I always say to those people, there's nothing you could do to mess it up. I, right. I really don't. Be, I really do believe that. Like, your relationship is still going on. You guys live it. together. You guys are in love and having a great time, right? Yeah. And you said to him, "This doesn't pass the fucking grade in my book." Right. And you know, if he had broken up with you the next day, it wouldn't be because you didn't like his card. Right. It would, it be, would because be because the broke the relationship was something broken. about it was something, us wasn't matching. It was way bigger right. than that. Yeah. So. You know, for this girl who wrote in, they've been together two years and they live together. Um, it must be because she, I guess he's using her Prime account, right? Yeah. I mean, um, for that. They, I, yeah, I've been living with my boyfriend for about two years. They've been living together for two years. Sure. So, you know, to me, this is one of those things that she can kind of say to him. I, I think getting the email, you can go. Is this my birthday present right, that I've now been notified about? Yeah, like a like a Clippers sweatshirt, right? Like that's what's going on, and you know, their negative Nancy friend at the brunch could go look at you and go, "Well, you don't want to be a pain in the ass," and it's like, no, you are a pain in the ass. Right. It's okay to admit that. And if you you're don't... gonna be with someone for a while, they should probably have a sense of like, this is not something she'd be interested in. Sure, for the future. And, and guys, a lot of us are when we give a gift. We're just hoping it's enough. We're just hoping that's the right thing. Like, right. I, I know of any time I've been in the gift position, I'm just like, is this gonna, I hope this is cool. I, right. just, I just hope this gets this me over this This disappointing. Hump. Yeah, I right. just hope this is enough that it's thoughtful and it's every, because with women, the gifts have to be thoughtful and romantic and yeah. functional. And it's like, for a guy, like, it really only has to be, like, for him, you got him the t- tickets. He's like, Clippers tickets. Like basketball. Right. Good. Well, here's, you know? here's like, it the wasn't thing. Like, and our first date was watching a Clippers game. Like, he doesn't give a shit about that. Right. We understand that guys care less about that kind of shit than we do. But that's why almost these milestone things or, like, these, like, the holidays or birthdays or things, we're like, oh, like, here's a great socially planted time for them to, like, do something a little more thoughtful, a little bit like more expressive. Like here's an opportunity that's showing itself based on the calendar year. Here's them showing they care and doing something outside of the normal, what they do. Right. Here's a chance to see if they can get there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, my advice to people in the first year of a relationship is always experience gifts. I agree with that, yeah. Like dinner, maybe a little day trip. Something mm-hmm. experience something together like that's a good way cool to concert whatever, concert yeah. form a memory together and that's a that's something that like that's why her gift was very thoughtful. well her <laughs> gift was very thoughtful but they've been together a long time so I can understand right. why things work into it um, yeah I I think uh, she I think she could say she can forward him the email she got from Amazon 
Right. And, and I think that's enough to be like, to let him know it's not enough. Right. So you can afford to be like, if this is my birthday gift, um, I don't like you, something. You might along, need to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Like, or, or I don't think these are going to fit. Right. Like something. I definitely wouldn't cancel it. It's a little too passive aggressive yeah, and he's it. not going to understand what that message means. No, not at all. He's just going to reorder it. <laughs> oh yeah. I gotta go back. Oops. Oops. Yeah. I'll go to, he's like, I'll go to finish line right. and get the new Clipper sweatshirt there. I also think you can say in like a nice non attacky way, something I'm working on as well. Yeah. Cause <laughs> it's just like, Hey, like I know we've been together a while and like, I like, obviously like, love you and like will like whatever you get me because you did get it for me but like let's continue to put a little more thought and effort into these gifts just keep the magic alive yeah i think the the and also i think for her i i don't like this don't get in the business of keeping score right your clippers gift your 10 tickets because she kind of did that a little bit she's like 10 tickets versus a sweatshirt and it's like no 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 no. you're you have to lean if you're going to bring this up it it's not between the money of both it's the thought the that thoughtfulness, both. Right. you were yeah. like we're both fans we can do this together and you just got me a sweatshirt but if you forward him the email and you get ahead of it now he has time to like figure out a, he can Fix go it. no 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 that wasn't the whole gift right you know it, it gives him a chance you want to give someone redemption yeah you want to give someone redemption i get that for us it always feels like a fine line between like I'm being like unreasonable and like this person didn't do anything that bad because objectively fine. He got her something for a team that she likes. It could be it could be argued that it was thoughtful. Sure. One could argue. One could. He argue. could argue. <laughs> the way she painted it doesn't right. sound like. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying like that's why it's like everyone has a di- their different perspective on what's a thoughtful gift. Like sure. for him, he's probably like, oh, like I, I um, I'm bad at giving gifts. She knows that about me. But like she clearly has stated her like for this this team and mm-hmm. like. I'm going to do something that shows that like I attuned to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's what I'm saying. I could see how he could argue that it was thoughtful. Sure. But yeah, I could see. But at that point, I think he'll come back. I don't think he'll right. do that. I don't think. I think if you let him know, like, is this the birthday gift? <laughs> uh, right. Feels like uh I you know it doesn't really make me feel sexy. Do you think sexy. this is like my style? You think this is my style? Um, this is uh. And you, I think you could compliment or, sandwich. You could think you compliment sandwich it. You could be like, appreciate you getting ahead of it this year on my birthday. Yeah. Like seems like you've been thinking about it early, which I like. You just been However, thinking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or here's another way: the sitcom route. Okay. Which is like the the way that you try to appease everybody while also getting what you want. Yeah. Is for them the email and be like, look what my mom thinks I want. LOL. LOL. And then he'll write back. These are so ugly. <laughs> Look at how ugly these things my mom got for me. It'd be very funny. And then he'll go, no, I got that. And you go, oh, oh sorry. They're sh- great. They're great. <laughs> Never mind. LOL. And it's like, oh, I thought my mom used, because she knows, she did write. Her right. mom uses the account too. Yeah. That's a, you that's could a side try that idea. Way. It's a little more manipulative. But a little more. It depends how, how manipulative, manipulative you're feeling. <laughs> Let's do some more email. Um, you better hope mom doesn't doesn't comment on that. Yeah. I, but <laughs> I do think, knowing that there is the holidays, I think it's nice. It's nice. It's really nice to get a gift that shows that someone like really knows you. Mm. I feel like those, not forget like the money amount or like the actual like cost or price. There is a sense of like, 
there's something like that feels really really good about getting a gift that was like oh this person like knew that i would like this yeah man now you got got me thinking of gifts i gotta fucking get well i'm glad i got you thinking because even though this episode comes out on december 11th it is only november 22nd the day that we're recording it this is why thanksgiving is the best holiday because there's no expectations none of this well now i get to just be like oh like like you know what i'd love for the holidays a ring (laughs) <laughs> after like after a certain I, number of years you just get to say that for every sure. year. my favorite joke would be to go because i've done this with my lady of the night i've gone good thing we're not ring people yes <laughs> you, <laughs> you, know know nice. you know what's good about us i'd murder you we're not event and ring people speak for we're speak for yourself lay under the covers all day long people Let's do another. I'd be like, yeah. You know what I think? I think we're spontaneous baby people. (laughs) Unplanned pregnancy people. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That seems like our IUD people. (laughs) Keep it up. (laughs) Yeah. Let's do another email. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. So we have... Now we have another email. Let's, Let's do, it. do another email. Right. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. You want me to read it? Yep. Yo, J Squared. This guy I've been seeing has 65,000 Instagram followers and a blue verified check mark. Ooh. Ooh. Bring him home. <laughs> Tell that to your dad. See how disappointed he is. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> one time I told my dad I got to reach He's famous. It. Yeah. <laughs> one time I told my dad, like, I, I was like a... I mean, I, this might have been like five Thanksgivings ago. Okay. And my dad was, I was like, oh my God, I got a retweet from this account. And I got, oh my God, this tweet got like 20 retweets. Like I was like, really? I said that to him out loud. And he right. goes, how much do those pay you? And I go, right, uh, I'll shut up forever. It's uh, <laughs> a good answer. <laughs> yeah, it was a great answer. Uh, sometimes he responds. Uh, how much fit tea is that worth? Yeah, zero. <laughs> He's really hard to communicate with. Sometimes he responds immediately. Sometimes he just doesn't see my messages. Ah, just seeing this kind of bullshit or no. So today I responded to a story of his that showed him in New York and we live in LA. I said, wait, you're in New York? I had sent him a voice text yesterday, but no response. Voice texts are normally between us. We also are kind of working together, collaborating on a project, which is further complicating things because sometimes I don't know if we're even dating anymore, just colleagues. Ah, man, the relationship might be as confusing as that beginning of this email. Right. It's a little confusing. Basically, she's saying she's seeing this guy. He has 65,000 Instagram followers. He's hard to communicate with because sometimes he responds immediately and sometimes he doesn't see the messages. Mm. Which I don't believe. So so he says. I have more followers, and I see. I'm every suddenly ma- blind. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I'm just saying. I to put this in context. Spontaneous textual blindness. <laughs> yeah, I answer everyone on Instagram, um, whether it's a heart or something else. If someone doesn't keep up with it, I can understand not seeing it in their like 
request side. Right. But if someone you're already speaking to and hooking up with, I would imagine you would see it. You see it. So anyways, he immediately responded to my DM and was like, yeah, you hear? Strange question. But I tell him no. And we chat. So they're both in L.A. He ends up being in. It's weird for her to go. Wait, you're in New York. I don't know. I guess she's making conversation. Yeah, she's pro- she probably latched on to something to talk that he about. posted. Yeah, okay. He was like, yeah, you hear strange question. That's not a strange question. If you said, what yeah, else are you're you going to supposed to say yeah. to that? Uh, but I tell him no and we chat a bit and I mentioned that I had sent a little voice text about our project, but no worries and to have fun in New York with his mom and I'll check in later. I thought that would be the end of the convo and then he asked me, what was the message? And this is where I get annoyed for the hundredth time and now angrily typing this letter. He could just listen to the message. It's not hard. Is he really going to make me type out what I said in voice? But his celeb-like status, quote-unquote, makes me feel like maybe I need to accommodate his extreme busyness, or do I? No. Okay. I would. <laughs> He's a celeb. Yeah. I would love some tips on dating someone who is, quote-unquote, famous. It used to be there were like celebrities like Brad Pitt and J-Lo and then everybody else. But today, almost anyone with like 10,000 followers or more or that blue check mark could fall into quote unquote famous, i.e. insta famous, LOL. These are these are this is making me laugh because I like this would. He's not famous. Yeah. Like, like it's but not, I can see how he would like. I can see how one could trick themselves into thinking that they were famous. Sure. That's someone that I amount, wouldn't want to speak with to. With that amount ever. of followers. Yeah, yeah I, I guess so. Do you know what I mean? I, I have guess a, so. I have a following. I mean, <laughs> 65,000 isn't zero. No, it's it not is zero. a small following. Another guy I'm interested in and also has, this is a very LA problem too. Yeah. I, I am interested in has a ton of followers. He's not verified, but the band he's in as part of is. And finally, a third guy has a mere haha 10,000 followers. <laughs> this, this is the most LA email the ever. The third most poor man uh, that I'm uh, with is, has, has yeah. no sponsorships. <laughs> All three are extremely difficult to communicate with and make plans with compared to normal guys I've dated. I know Jared's going to ask, well, what do you want? I want to date him. I'm going for this. But I do. Re- uh, but do I really got to put up with all this work? Should I expect more from him? Is he legitimately crazy busy? Am I getting ahead of myself? Uh, any help with dating insta-famous people is much appreciated. I figured since you are both in that category, I guess. <laughs> You're <laughs> you know? like, I am. I don't know about Jordana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of insulting to me. <laughs> We're in an urban group together. <laughs> oh god i guess if that's how you see me touring comedian you'd have some actual solid comments and personal insight on this thanks what do you think that's very funny very funny Um, it's it is very la but i also think there is like a smidge of like we're in this new world where like there is a weird like signifier of some sort of like an elevated social media status thing where like I can sort of understand why like someone might think there were different rules for that. I I I yeah I. Do you know what I mean? There's two types of famous. Okay. Okay. There's famous and not really famous. And not really famous. <laughs> well, there's two. Here's what I'll say. It's there's two types of um. Of public, of in the public eye. Okay. And it's people who are aspiring 
who work their audience and there are people that like don't have to do that. Right. So 65K, you still got to work. You got to work your audience and you have to work to get it. Jennifer Aniston doesn't have to work the audience. Jennifer Aniston looks at her Instagram in a way that you don't even understand. Right. It's more annoying for her than it is. Totally. Some- she, her, her like relationship to it is totally different than mine. Right. She's yours. not looking through her DMs. And if she is, she goes, whoa, there's a DM page. Right. Like, like she doesn't even know. Yes. So. So for these guys. I think anyone uses I think anyone who wants to just hook up uses whatever they can. To be um, blissfully naive. And this guy is using his blue check mark, you think? I think he's using the idea that he knows. Because if she's saying this to us, she's kind of saying it to him. Right. So he's using the fact that, like, this is not a conversation of dating famous people. This is a conversation of dating people where you give them excuses that they then use to live in the reality they want to. Right, you're already giving him the out. You're giving him the out. Right. Oh, you travel. You're busy. You. Oh, you have all these people messaging you all the time, so you must not see my stuff. A right. lot of people will get in front of that so they don't feel stupid when they hear denial. Right, and they want to be like, oh, obviously I'm not getting back to you. I have 65,000 followers. Exactly, and right. it's like, that's not true at all. Yeah, it's not true. I mean, you have probably more than twice that amount, right? Give or take. So... I mean, if you were, if someone was DMing you and you wanted to see them, I assume you would be answering. I would be answering. Right. It, well, it's not that hard. Yeah. And, well, and, and you can also, the other thing is you can also go, hey, Tuesday's, anyone can write, Tuesday's busy, Wednesday's busy, uh, Thursday we can do something. Right. Anyone can do that. Yeah. They're not above that level of. Uh, no. Or they say, talk to my, if someone's really famous, they go, my assistant sets up my whole schedule. I want to hang out with you. She's going to block off time with you. Uh, I'm going to have her message you right now. Like, right. like, that would be douchey. That's someone who actually, though, like, might not have the time to schedule something. Absolutely. Right. They would say, I have a, everything goes through my assistant. I know how crazy that sounds, but that's kind of like, she kind of handles, like, the all the social media stuff, so she's been getting, seeing your DMs. Like, that, like, right. and I say she, he or she, whatever. Um, you know, like, all that stuff, yeah. like, that would make sense to me, but if someone's just, just like... not answering... And now you're making up the excuse that because they have a blue check. And I think also her email's written in a tone of she thinks he thinks he's above her because of this blue check mark. Mm-hmm. Which if he does feel that way, you shouldn't want to date him anyway. Right. That's kind of like the crux for me of the of the issue is like doesn't matter what the reason is, mm. but if the if the reality is that he does think he's too cool to date you, then why would you want to date him? Yeah. And she says, I do want to date him. So hey. Uh, say something. Say something. Hey, let me know when you're back in town. I'd love to do a date. And if he goes, didn't see this until <laughs> if, if like a week later, he's like, didn't see this. Right. Are you out tonight? That's his way of going. I only want to hang out with you on my own schedule when on I, my right. when it's most convenient for me. Right. I'm not going out of my way to make this like a thing. Yeah. And Which is whole, not someone you should be interested in. It, or absolutely. not should be interested in, but like deserves that that from you yes and also your we also have to texting is consistent everyone has their version of what they text right and it doesn't change from the day you meet them till the day you die well that sometimes can make people almost that almost sometimes is it's good i think that's good advice it's true advice 
But I think what that sometimes does is it makes people think like makes people give them this excuse of like, oh, they've they've always been a terrible texter. Nothing's wrong. Like it almost lets them live in a delusion. Well, I'm like like if someone doesn't let's say someone doesn't have a cell phone. Let's Mm -hmm. say you're dating someone who's like so famous that they're like, I don't have a cell phone. Okay, I I deal with assistance my whole life. Um, You're dating Prince William. Prince William. Okay. So Prince William is like, cheerio. Right. Let's go on a date. Then you go to text them and you go, and it's like going green. You don't have, you know, it's a green text. It doesn't have no bubbles types. And then a week later he goes, hey, I've been out of town. Uh, Let's do a date. Like effort doesn't change. You know, when effort is made, effort is made. So like what I mean by that is, like if someone's a bad texter, but then they go, "Hey, I just got back from being abroad, and now uh, they'll show you in a different way that they can. they're gonna show, they're gonna make a plan." Like right. at the end of the day, it's a plan world. So all these texts are just them hovering above like a helicopter, just like uh, yeah, I'm just gonna hover above until I can land in that pussy. So <laughs> so it's like this is kind of you know with all this texting, it's just them hovering. Right. And for her, where I'm saying, like, if he, like, if this guy, if she was like, hey, I, you know, cool, let me know when you're back. I'd love to do a date. That's you putting yourself out. Yeah. And that's all you have to do to, to really say what you say, what you want. You don't have to give him a whole paragraph about what you're looking for. If he responds to that in a positive way, you're moving forward. He either lands the helicopter or he keeps on hovering. Right. And you know, you're smart enough to know when it's out. That it's in your hands to move on. Yeah. Because right now, to me, she should move on. She's, yeah. She said to us, you know, and don't like I think a lot of people will go, well, I didn't want to move on because I don't want to throw away something that could be great just because I got mad at their texting. No, no, no. You moved on some, from something that could never right. be great because their texting didn't fit in with the lifestyle that you lead. Right. You're not a match. Not a match. Let's play some games. <laughs> UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do it. Okay. Would you rather date someone who grew up as an only child or date someone who grew up with 10 siblings? Ooh. 10 siblings. Why is that? Disappear. <laughs> you disappear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're one only child. One, it's like you're the fourth member of their family. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There's also not a lot of like... There's not, there's not a lot going on. Right. You know, in a sitcom, there's the A, B, and C story. You know, like there's different storylines. Right. There's one storyline in this family. And it's this person. It's this person and you now. Right. All eyes on you. I would much rather 10 siblings because then there's dynamics. There's, you know, how does it go with this brother and that sister? And, mm-hmm. you know, the you get to hear the stories about the, you know, there's always a sibling doing worse than you. Right. So nothing, there's nothing <laughs> right, better. You look better than someone's significant other in the family. Absolutely. You're, That's very funny. You can only look bad. In right. the, how about yeah, you? Yeah, there's a lot. The stakes, I agree. The stakes are very high with a with an only, only child. Also, I've dated people who are only children, and this is nothing against the only child community, mm-hmm. but they are usually very, very like entitled, and they're not very like accommodating mm. because they are an only child. To sure. me, I mean, I come from biased i'm biased i'm come from a family of nine children mm-hmm. um so i've the opposite experience yeah. but i remember dating a guy who was an only child and it was just like he did it he did things when he wanted to do them and yeah. that was like 
because like everyone else had always come to them. Well, it's so interesting. Like that you know what I mean? couldn't be more opposite from you. Like you dating an only child is like right. an alien touching down and being like, I'm going to live in Omaha. Like basically, I, yeah, it's a totally different experience. It's totally different. Right. Yeah. I just, for me, it was like, I'm, I'm used to no one giving a shit what I want to do. Sure. And it's just like, I go have to go with the power of the masses. And the <laughs> only child is like, I'm not like following the group. Like yeah. I make the rules. I am, they have yeah. made the rules. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I am the current. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I so it, I, I think it was. I think it's kind of tough to date someone. But that not saying obviously that doesn't apply to everyone. Sure. But I have found in dating only children that's been an issue. Isn't it funny that your version of it is? I don't like the way the relationship dynamic would work, and I'm looking at it going, man, a lot of pressure. <laughs> like just like the, I'm giving him all the yeah. by doing certain things. Yeah, like you. No, but you, the way you looked at like an only child relationship was like, I don't like the way we would interact. That that person just wouldn't fit with me. And then my thing was that the family's gonna watch us. I can only fuck up. Like <laughs> that just too. two different ways. You know, there is that also. Yeah. But um, for me, that was more like it's just. And I get why someone would be like that. Yeah, like you never learn to share. <laughs> Um, red flag or deal breaker. They're constantly complaining about the temperature. It's, it's not a, see, you have to take these red flag deal breakers out to the nth degree. Okay. If every time we go somewhere, they're complaining about the temperature, they're actually, so there's a point where you have to go, I'm not God. I can't fix the temperature. You have to take care of yourself. This is like kind of like... Bring when, a jacket. Bring a jacket or <laughs> you know you have an issue. Right. So you got to figure this out. You got to be self-sufficient at some point. It's like when there's a, like a thing where... Like, like, I'm not giving you my coat. Yeah. No. <laughs> I once tweeted out and I put it on Instagram and it was like, um, women announce that they're hungry as if they're like, I, that they haven't eaten all day as if they're going to win a prize for it. Mm-hmm. Like women will go, I, I haven't eaten a thing all day. Men do that too sometimes. Do they? I think on occasion. People who do that though, right. it's like, yeah, then fucking feed yourself. Like, right. You can control the situation. This is, yeah, right. because a lot of people were commenting in the of, on the post. Women, this is why I made it female specific is they were going, time to feed your bitch. Like time to <laughs> feed your girl. And it's like, no, no, no. Right. Have a kind bar. Well, it's not like your child. It's not like your child is saying that. Yeah, right, this is different. Like, in, like no, no, yeah. no, she can. She's right. an adult. She got herself fed before I met her. So you're out. I guess I'm out. Uh, it's a red flag for me. I'm kind of that person. You are. I complain about the temperature constantly. But do you? I try to prepare, but sometimes it's not enough. When you're complaining about the temperature, mm-hmm. is there an expectation that people are going to help you, or are you just getting it out? I'm kind of like. It's usually not that. It's do usually kind of like a. It's it's a little bit about community. It's a little bit about like, oh, maybe we should take this inside. It's pretty cold out here. <laughs> that's a, I, <laughs> that. Well, that's actually there's a that's fine for me because you're it's an actionable right. thing you're saying. I'm trying to like sway the crowd. Hey, like, you know, yeah, like maybe yeah. we should go over here. Yeah. It's a little. <laughs> yeah, I might that. turn on. I'm, well, we fight about the 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 bedroom temperature at night sometimes. How do you like it? I like it very cold. I'm a cold guy. I like it cold, and he's Window like window open right it's now. It's freezing in here. And I'm like, well, get in a sweatshirt. Yeah. Because you can always you, warm you can up. Always put you can't a, yeah, cool down. Exactly. Yeah. I'm you sleep with you. very hot. Thankful, thankfully, we have that Buffy comforter. Thank God. <laughs> Please buy them. All right. Last one. You Would wanna... you rather date someone who constantly complains about their ex or someone who refuses to ever talk about their ex? 
This is very difficult. Difficult. Both both, both people are, stink. Both are very bad signs. Yeah, both are bad. Um, what do you think? I'm trying to think what would be worse. Um, I feel like the refuses to ever talk about their ex might be worse. Mm-hmm. Just because it's it like seems like not something they've dealt with. Yeah, I guess the person that's complaining about the ex constantly is at least... You know, you would assume they're complaining about everything. Like, the, right. like, like, oh, that one ex. Yeah. Always. I wouldn't like that either, though, because it would be like annoying that that person they're would both be annoying. like, yeah. oh, it's either that person is like, I think either way it kind of shows that the ex is still like lingering around. Sure. Because in one way it's like we won't even touch it. So we haven't like fully dealt with it. And in the other way, it's like um, you find ways to incorporate them into all aspects of your life. Like they both kind of signify and not really being over it to me. Yeah, they're both bad. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? It's. I think the refuses to talk about their ex because at least although it's an issue for us, it's less like of a daily annoyance. Sure. Do you know what I mean? I think the. I would rather date the person who constantly brings up the ex because at least we're talking. Okay. Like I would think that someone who won't talk about the ex isn't talking about a lot of things. Right. That's like, true. It can't just be that one thing. At least... When someone's spewing, like verbally diarrheaing, I'm like, yeah, it's all here. Right. You know, I get everything, and I would assume. I think it might be also easier to get someone to stop talking about someone than to get them to start. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah, just yeah. be like, all right, I've had enough of the talk about yeah. so-and-so. <laughs> like, I, I get it. I get it's it. It's enough. I would like repeat the story with them, like the one they're repeating. Right. Like, I'd be like yeah, and, I yeah, remember and story, he, yeah. He, yeah, he had a huge penis. I get it. You know. Like, exactly. Yeah, the person who won't talk about it is 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 probably like a tougher to deal with. Yeah. In depth. I'm with you. Anyway, that's we, our show. We did it again. Solve dating. If you're in um Houston, Dallas, and Austin, come on out. We're having a a great time in your towns. Come on out to the live Houston. shows. Um and we'll be back next episode. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.